Welcome to 15 to Life, the podcast that talks about life after life in prison. Come with us on a journey and explore stories from within the prison walls to outside the prison walls. All of these podcasts are dedicated to the victims of crime. Hey everyone, what's going on with you? This is Tito, host of the podcast 15 to Life, where we talk about life after having life in prison. So I thought I'd hit you guys with a quick story. And this this is a story actually from when I was in county jail. So I did do two years plus in county jail. That's Alameda County, Santa Rita Jail. Um, You sit in there basically while you wait to go to trial or take your plea agreement or whatever before you're actually convicted, right? So before I got to prison, I I got to spend two great years, not so much, in Alameda County Jail or Santa Rita. Uh, So we're going to call this podcast Clean Up After Yourself. And um, this is a very light um, story. There is uh, technically a little violence in it, just a forewarning. Uh, But this is nothing compared to all the other stuff that I saw in county jail and then especially once I got to prison. So I figured I'd start off with a light story when we get talking about these prison stories. So basically, uh, I was in county for a while fighting, (coughs) excuse me, fighting my case. And um, anyone who's watched some of these lockup stories and everything or the the jail um, things that they got up on TV nowadays... Um, you'll see people that are porters or they're trustees, right? They get to go around and they hand out the food and, and they sweep and mop and do the cleaning and whatnot. And they're afforded some extra luxuries. So I was a trustee in, in one of the units I was in and yeah, I had to get up really early. We get all the trays and stuff that uh, was sent from the kitchen and we'd feed people and then we'd clean up all that stuff, send it all back to the kitchen. We make sure all the pods, which are basically the, the cut-up units or dorms that, that all the inmates stay in. We make sure those are cleaned up after they run day room and stuff. We go out to the yard and clean up the yard and, you know, a bunch of janitorial stuff. And, and we would get extra food and, and get to stay out longer than other people, right? Use the showers without anyone else around. So there were perks, right? Needless to say, the unit I was in, and at the time I was in C unit, so they had A, B, C on one side of the building, D, E, F on the other side. And it was a mirror of each other, and the building is literally cut in half. And then in the center, there's like this fat portion, and that's like the little control tower. And they got a deputy that sits up there and kind of pops the doors and everything, but they have the 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 fishbowl view of the entire building right so needless to say um you know people come out for day room and stuff and then i i had to clean up my pod so i kept finding like people making messes and it was really getting on my nerves and it seemed like it wasn't stuff that happened while i was out in the day room and a lot of times i would sleep while everyone else was out and i would stay up late because you know i could Uh, I could stay outside and watch TV by myself. So uh, I was like, I got to find out who this is. So I started pretending like I was asleep and I would kind of cover my my cell window so it would be dark so I could sleep. But I started leaving a slit so I could look out and I started spying. (laughs) I mean, I know it sounds childish, but I wanted to see who the hell was doing this. And there was this uh, little white kid, and when I say kid, I mean he was like 18, 19 years old, and he looked like a little kid. 
And I guess he had that kind of mentality too, you know. Um, needless to say, I, I would watch him take like pieces of paper and like cut them up into little pieces and then like sprinkle them all over the floor. And so I'm thinking, wow, you know, I never interacted with this kid. Why is he doing it? Right? And now in hindsight, I kind of look back and go, I'm older now. I have a child, not a teenager or anything, but I have a child. And I could see someone doing it to get attention or whatever, but jail, not the place to do it. So, needless to say, you know, I, I leave it alone. The next day, I kind of come talk to him in the morning and say, hey, look, man, I was watching from my window. I saw you rip up paper and just throw it on the floor. That ain't cool. You know, I got to clean that stuff up. You know, be a man. Clean up after yourself. I get it if you accidentally spill something and you can't clean it up. I got that. But I'm going to need you to like pick that stuff up and throw it away like everyone else does and he kind of was like yeah all right, all right my bad and i'm like cool needless to say next day there's some stuff and it's kind of like thrown in an area where he doesn't sit so now i'm like is there someone else doing it so i do the same thing i sit up there and i pretend like i'm sleeping and i'm not and i watch and i watch this kid doing the same thing with a bunch of like crumbs for breads like i watch him like literally smash up bread and sprinkle it all over the corner of the day room. And I'm like, wow. So now I'm pissed off. So I go up and I talk to him again. And I'm like, hey, bro, I don't know what your problem is, but that's not cool. I didn't talk to you once. Now it's obvious you're doing this on purpose. I'm telling you, man, we're going to have an issue. And then someone comes up to me later and says, hey, he's doing it because he thinks you won't do anything because you're a trustee and you don't want to mess up being a trustee because, you know, if you get into a fight or you get ridden up or anything, you're not a trustee anymore. You're locked up like everyone else. And mind you, I didn't want to lose being a trustee and I didn't want to screw anything up because I was fighting a murder case. But I was like, I can't let this kid punk me. Like, he's a little tiny kid. And then I was like, well, I can't fight him. I'm like twice his size. And I didn't know what to do. So, you know, I'm not going to lie. And I never got caught for this and nothing ever happened. Thank God. And I didn't hurt him, I don't think. Not really. But I waited for, I left my door open. I waited for the day room to close, so everyone's going to lock it up. He was Sellies with this Indian dude who wasn't uh, Native American. He wasn't too big. He was kind of a little guy, uh, too. And uh, so he walks in the cell, and I just come walking in behind him before he could shut the door. And I'm like, didn't I talk to you already? And he turned around, and before he could say anything, I just punched him as hard as I could in his chest, knocked him down. He was gasping for air. His Sellie jumps off the bed. It's like, hey, bro, and I'm like, hey, I ain't got no problem with you, so let's not make it a problem. And he backed up, helped the celly up, put the kid in the bed. Needless to say, kid never talked to me again. He ended up uh, packing his stuff and asking to move to another dorm. Never uh, threw trash on the floor that I know of again. And, you know, I feel bad, but the reality is that could end up being so much more, which... If you continue to listen or check out other episodes of this podcast, especially ones talking about stories, you will see that like some way crazier stuff happens for way less. And it's sad. I'm fortunate enough that the few things that I did get into while I was locked up, you know, I, I, I don't really have any uh, quote unquote battle scars. I definitely have battle stories. But the the reality is, is like people take for granted what you can get away with out here when i say out here i speak like i'm still locked up but we always say the free world and and when i talk to my buddies it's like yeah out here in the free world 
uh, it doesn't matter how long we're out. We, we look at it differently because people have a different perception, different actions and reactions because the, we, we jokingly say it's kind of like you're entitled. You, you've never been in a situation where you could get stabbed or beat up by looking the wrong way, saying the wrong thing, bumping into someone without saying excuse me fast enough. So there's so many different things. And so I wanted to start off these stories with more of a light story that didn't end in major violence or people going to the infirmary or anything. And just to let you guys know, something so petty and probably things like this that might be happening in your office where you work right now and you want to do something, but you don't. But the reality is, is that if that fear was there, those people might not be doing those petty things against you, right? Which I'll be talking about that, and I kind of did when I talked about um, everyone should go to prison. This, this is one of the reasons why, because you learn some things, and that doesn't mean everyone that went to prison gets out and does it. But it definitely is something that sticks with you, and you're, you're not going to forget it. And anyone who's ever been checked, and checked basically means someone comes up and lets you know, like, you continue to do this something's going to happen to you and it might be you actually get slapped or something and that's getting checked and you know the next one's going to be a lot worse so just think about that before you do something that's quote-unquote out of pocket something that's out of line and keep in mind that you might not be in prison you might not be in county jail you might not have to worry about someone coming and as we say putting hands on you fighting you doing anything like that but you never know and how many how many times do we see in the news nowadays? I mean, it, it really sickens my heart that kids are shooting up schools, that people are shooting up businesses. And it's like, how did they get to that breaking point? And then I think about it and I go, man, well, if they had guns in prison, how many people would be getting shot because of stupid stuff? So I can't help but think, you know, there's there's a deeper problem out in the world and I don't have any clue on how to solve it. But, you know, I love all my brothers and sisters. I don't care where you come from, what culture you are, what religion you are. I believe everyone has the right to, to live and, and think whatever they want to think, um, as long as it doesn't interfere with anyone else. So anyway, this is Tito, 15 of Life. Hope you enjoyed that short story. Not that it was something to brag and boast about, but definitely want y'all to listen to these comment if you got questions about things that happen in county jail prison and otherwise drop them i am going to be having some people come on and speak you know do interviews the whole nine so i would love to get some questions if you want to hear about some stuff and i look forward to continuing these and making these a, a regular thing that i'm able to do um to really give some people some insight i actually just got uh a message from someone saying that their son's in prison and they're going to be listening because they they want to be able to uh, understand what they're going through but at the same time them being here on the outside they're going through a lot so that made me say you know what i definitely need to get probably my parents my sister and some other people that would come up and visit me regularly kind of get on here and do a quick q a session so people understand what everyone's going through because it's it, as much as inmates go through it being on the inside best believe the families on the outside go through it especially when they come up to visit and there's a lockdown or or a fog line where the fog is too thick and it's an escape risk so they don't let us come out to visit but you drove up an hour and a half two hours three hours you know to see someone and then you're told you can't so 
craziness, but lots more to come. Once again, thank you for listening. Please like, subscribe, share. Um, I, I really, this is a great tool for me uh, to get some things off my chest. But if I can help some people out in the process, even better. Thank you all for listening.